Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, Spiritual Trailblazer, and welcome back to episode 172, Finding Your Happiness, Confessions of Tia Edition. (laughs) So if you listened to last week's episode, which was 171, Manifesting with the Archangels, you would have heard me explain that I had this episode and last week's episode recorded last weekend, but due to some technological mishap, whatever the case may be, the audio came out sounding like trash, just garbage, terrible. I usually listen to the episodes right after I finish recording them, not in its entirety, but just a little bit, and I would fast forward just to make sure that the audio is okay. But I didn't. I just felt confident (laughs) in the recording, and I went on about my business. So here I am. I'm back in the States. I was on a road trip with a few of my close friends. I was supporting some of my friends who were running the Army, Canadian Army 10-miler. Well, there was a 5K race, and some people could do the 10-mile, and then there was the Commander's Challenge, which you ran both the 5K and then the 10-miler. So I was supporting them. I'm always the cheerleader. I don't run, (laughs) but I do support, and we made it a vacation. So we were there for a good time uh, from Thursday to Monday. A tornado decided to visit us while we were in Ottawa, which was very interesting because they usually do not get tornadoes in Ottawa. So we were without power for roughly 24 hours, which wasn't crazy too bad for us. We made the best out of the situation. Uh, yeah, our power was out. We We stayed at an Airbnb, so the food we purchased in uh, the previous morning was a little bit of a concern because we didn't know exactly how long the refrigerator was going to last, just things like that. And the hot water was slowly becoming lukewarm water. (laughs) So we were concerned about that because we didn't know when the power would come back on, but it did. We were okay. Some people, not so much. I mean, we saw some major damage, guys. So just, you know, sending prayers and and uh, just hope that the people in Ottawa who were affected will be able to recover and, and hopefully they weren't physically damaged. Uh, I didn't read any reports about anyone being physically harmed, but I know over 150,000 people were without power. And even when our power came back on, some of the neighboring counties like Gatineau still didn't have power in certain areas. And we even visited Quebec for a little while. So that was that. But we had fun overall. We played board games. Lots of wine was involved. It was a good old time with great old friends. Which leads me to the topic, finding your happiness. So I... I wanted to talk about this. Well, one, because Confessions of Tia is the last episode of the month. So there's that. September just went by really fast. But also, 
I've been noticing a lot that people, I don't want to say struggle, but people are really addressing their happiness. And what I'm noticing is that some people aren't realizing that they are looking externally for happiness. And it could be many reasons. I mean, looking into yourself, diving into the depths of yourself can be scary. I mean, we all have good and bad within us. Some people are darker than others and they just could have been through a lot. doesn't mean that they are a bad person. And so I thought, you know what, let me talk about happiness. I want to help you along the path of finding your happiness. So just a quick background about me. I I had a great childhood. I really cannot complain. I was um, a child who always had a sense of wonder. My papa would take me places on Amtrak and this really cool things like that. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, but we would visit different counties in Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia. It's really cool. And I used to read uh, these little books that my stepdad's dad would give me. It was different books. Uh, I, I believe it's from the Smithsonian Institute. So I can't remember now, actually, if it was a magazine or books. But anyway, I used to just read it all the time. I was just like uh, James Stewart's character in It's a Wonderful Life, just constantly wondering about the world and, you know, I'm going to travel here, I'm going to travel here. I was that type of kid. It didn't mean I didn't go through some times when I was a kid. I mean, yeah, I was highly intuitive and didn't know that. And, you know, you go through friends and things like that. So, I mean, there were there the common things you go through growing up, you know, boy issues, friend issues, things like that. So it was actually around my young adulthood where it became rough because that was the time that my grandparents passed away. I was extremely close to them. So quick backstory about that. If you're new to this podcast or you're just discovering me, the sole reason why I embarked on this, what I learned to be a spiritual path is because of my grandparents' death. I wanted to figure out what the hell just happened in my life? Who am I really and what I'm supposed to do? Okay, and when I did that, I end up discovering spirituality, but also discovering that the things I've been experiencing as a kid had a name to it. And the rest was history. So I talked about that in my first book and in different um, episodes. So you can just skim through uh, different episodes throughout this podcast and check out the first book, To Be Goddess. So in, in my 30s, so I just turned 33 in August. So in my 30s, I am happier than I have ever, 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 ever been. I mean, really, I am in such a good place right now that I'm really am proud of myself, especially with this age of social media, where it's so easy to see someone else and think, oh, she has it easy, he has it easy, their life's so great, why isn't my life so great, and my life's pretty great, you know, but just when you're great, there's always someone on another level, that's just how it is, you know, I'm not a millionaire, I'm not a, and and even, even if I was a millionaire, then there's the multi-millionaire, then there's the billionaire. So, I mean, there's people on different levels, okay? So, 
just putting that out there. But I am really, really, truly am. I'm so happy. And I look towards expanding that happiness even more than ever now by spending even more time with people who I truly care about and people who I know truly care about me to have more life experiences because I know that's one of my purposes in in life is to have many life experiences. So my heart really goes out to people when I hear things like I'm single and and I'm I'm in my 20s, I'm single and I'm in my 30s and I don't have a significant other, but all my other friends do. Or I'm bored or I'm depressed. And I tell people, you really, well, I don't tell them. I ask them questions and, and I, and I very rarely give suggestions, only if I really know the person. Because when I say be careful when you say I'm bored, I'm depressed, you really have to ask yourself, are you at your wit's end with the how you thought your life would be and how it really is? Are you seeking happiness from a different source other than yourself? Or are you really, truly depressed? Because there really is uh, and a group of people who, who are depressed, you know, and they had to seek counseling and things like that. But if you're just upset because you're not exactly where you are in life, but you're not doing anything to change it, you're not really depressed. You're, you're just, you're not doing certain things to change your life. You're just, you're, you're at a... a uh, a point in your life, like a kind of off the side of the road area. You just need to get back on the road. You need to get back on the bandwagon. Okay. So that's what I mean. Sometimes people use words and it's not that deep for them. Okay. So just ask yourself if you, if you are bored, why, what can you do to change that? Okay. And then anything to do with comparison, that really, again, my heart goes out to people like that because for some people, life is not easy. They have a lot to overcome, a lot to deal with. So when they do see someone on social media and and they start to feel inadequate, my heart does go out to them. Or people who, who, because they don't have a house, they feel like they're not being an adult. You have to ask yourself, maybe... A condo is better for you. Are you home enough to make the house a home? Depending on where you are, you might have to shovel snow. You know, things happen in houses that you have to be there to repair. So maybe it's better if you lived in a condo and you can delegate all ground groundwork to the building manager and, and his or her team. Okay, my heart really goes out to people like that because, again, there's so much in life that's commanding of us. And if we don't check it, we just become a welcome mat. And like my papa used to say, he used to call me Pooh. He would say, Pooh, don't let anyone bogart you. <laughs> okay? So I don't want anyone to bogart you into thinking that you're inadequate, that you should be doing more, that you are feeling some kind of way when really you just need to tweak your few things in your life you don't need to go to the extremes to solve an issue okay above all else above all else my heart really hurts for the women who 
who aren't living their life, their true essence. You know what I mean? That that woman who you, you see her, you, you see her for who she is, and you, you just want to help her get to that spot she needs to be so she can just be her. And whoever doesn't like her, forget them. And whoever likes her for her, you're, you're the real MVP. And I can't even begin to tell you how many people I talk to and posts I have seen of women who they just turn over their power because they think they're doing it for the greater good and they're putting them, themselves last. You can't do that. You you have to be the foundation for you. That's with anything. When when a building is built, what do they do for They lay the foundation. A building doesn't appear and then they work on the inner workings of the building last. No, they had to, they had to break the ground. They had to lay the pipes. They had to buy the right materials for building the frame of the building. Okay, then they had to take it from there. What type of metal are they going to use? What, you know, all these things matter. Okay, you can't start from the outside in. You have to start from the inside first. So what I'm saying is, I want that primordial woman to break free to soar so one of my main goals I know earlier I mentioned that one of my life purposes is to have as as many as many life experiences as possible but one of my main goals is to get as many women to live life according accordingly to them as possible to assist them in living that life of whatever it is for them. And not that I have anything against men, but I can really speak only from a woman's perspective because I'm a woman. So when it comes to this, on this deep level, I am rooting for the woman to excel. Okay. I can definitely help a guy, but only to a certain extent. I want the woman to soar. I want her to know that at any age, she can be single or with the love of her life or with a home or condo, (laughs) okay? Whatever she wants. She doesn't have to be bored. She can be comfortable by herself in her own skin, reading a book, watching a movie, going to the gym spy day whatever she wants to do booking a trip with just her just herself for a little quick getaway whatever she wants to do without feeling guilty or feeling like she has to explain herself so this is what i mean about finding your happiness letting your true essence shine through and you don't worry about whether or not how people are going to accept you you can Reveal yourself over time. I'm not saying saying that you have to, boom, here it is. And sometimes that works for people. Other people, they, they just have to warm up to people. They may not like you like that, <laughs> okay? And some people, they don't care. They will give you full frontal, you know, like, they, boom, that's it. Other people are like, oh, you know, that person's good, but, you know, I keep it a little bit tamed around them because I like them but you know they're just okay 
So, and, and that's fine too. We are dynamic, multifaceted beings, so that's okay. So I have a few tips for you. So it's interesting because I had a bonus quote at the, at the end. So I have my notes here. I can't find that bonus quote for you guys. That was point number 10. And the original recording, <laughs> I had the bonus quote. So I'm just going to make up a quote on the fly for you guys when we get to number 10. So now that I gave you that story and, and uh, help you understand part of my passion I, I want to give you some tips to help you with your relationship with happiness. Some some reminders. Okay, one, I talked about this earlier. It comes from within. Everything starts with you. Okay, everything starts with you. Your level of happiness, whether you are happy, how you perceive happiness, everything, all that starts with you. And it's all about the perspective. So... Back to uh, my my trip in Ottawa, when we had the power outage, there wasn't anything we could do at that point. We could have been mad and angry and saying, this is ridiculous. You know, we paid this money. We should ask for a day's worth of uh, payment back. This is crazy. You know, get really, really upset and really annoyed and, and, you know, just whatever. But we didn't. Okay, yeah, some of the guys went out to look for gas. Uh, but overall, we just made the best out of a situation that was really out of our control. Okay, we, in the daylight, during the daytime, we played uh, board games. We went to a hockey game towards the evening, which we were going to go to anyway, but it helped kill some time. We used our phones for flashlights. We talked, and we went to bed. So it's all about perspective. We were still happy, yes. We were a little bit antsy because we were thinking, oh, man, you know, we're going to lose hot water. Oh, man, we bought groceries. But that was a common concern, okay? No one blew up to the point where someone had to calm that person down. So it was really about perspective. And I have seen documentaries where people visit third world countries and they ask people, you know, how are you happy or how do you live to 104 years old and, and you're in a third world country? Well, one of the reasons why people are happy with some exclusion, no matter the situation, is because of, one, their perception, and two, who they are around, okay? Who you're around really does contribute to your happiness, right? So that's why it's so important to take note of your environment, which leads me to the second point, or excuse me, number three, accurately define your situation. If you are not happy, do not sugarcoat it. I understand that depending on your generation, and I use this example of marriage, depending on your generation, it was you stay married no matter what. You could be unhappy, doesn't matter, don't let anybody know. One or both spouses may cheat, but you've been together for 40 years, but you're separated for 10 years. You know, it, it always baffles my mind when people act like it's an accomplishment to be married for 40 years or 30 years or whatever amount of years when they were separated, there was cheating going on. I rather them be honest and say, hey, marriage is not easy. I married young. I married for 
convenience, society reasons. And looking back at it, I would have done it differently. And I have some friends that have said, you know, looking back, I would have done some things differently. And that's cool. But I much rather people be honest, like, hey, yeah, I got married. I was young. In my time, you didn't get divorced, you know. And it's so crazy because now I do hear about older people getting divorced and they're living their life. So what I'm saying here is, again, this is why we shouldn't look at other people to help us define our happiness because sometimes they don't think that you know about their relationship, right? So why, why John is going off saying, oh, yeah, me and Mary have been, you know, together for 36 years, but meanwhile, he cheated. <laughs> meanwhile, like I said, they were separated, but yeah, we've been together for 36 years. You, the unsuspecting person, might think, oh, man, what am I doing? You know, John isn't even that great of a person, but he's married. Don't worry about that. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Accurately define your situation. Are you really happy? And if not, what can you do? If you are happy, how can you increase that happiness? How can you expand on that happiness? That's something only you can truly answer. And don't get caught up on a time may take you to make the change. The time is going to pass anyway. And some things take time so you can be ready to accept what you are putting out there. Okay. Number four, what makes you happy and how can you incorporate more of that into your life? That's just what I was talking about. So this goes back to my home reference. What works for you? And I learned this when I was in high school. My teacher, Mr. Gambone, uh, I believe I was a senior. Uh, he taught for the seniors consumer economics and uh, was something else. And when we got to the housing market portion, he would explain to us, you know, what works for you may not work for you, may not work for you. And he pointed to couple of girls who were sitting in the front row in the classroom and basically what he was saying was you know you may want a four-bedroom home you may want a condo you may want a a studio apartment okay so you got to figure out what works for you that's it you 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 it's really not something that has to be drawn out intricate it could be as simple as loving ice cream and you treat yourself to ice cream once a week or bi-weekly and then you know it could be oh well you know i love getting massages that could be your thing whatever it is okay but you got to figure out how to incorporate more of that in your life because what's going to happen is one day you're going to wake up and you're going to wonder what are you living for Okay, so even say you got married, you had kids, and you live for the husband, you live for the kids, you live for the marriage, you live for the home, but you live for you didn't live for yourself. One day, the children are going to get older, they're going to leave the house, and then it's going to be you and your husband, but your husband's so used to you doing things for the family and not with the family that he's not going to see you in other light, in, in another light. So now you're thinking, I got a husband who doesn't appreciate me. The kids left. What am I going to do? You lost your sense of purpose. So that's why you had to figure this out. Next, what don't you like to do and can that be delegated? So I don't like going to the supermarket. It does not make me happy. I love to eat. 
I love the art of cooking. I have seen people, I have friends and family members who can cook and the presentation is unbelievable. But I don't like going to the supermarket to get the food. I do not like cooking. The whole process, preparing food, making the food, cleaning up, cleaning the dishes, all that is just, I don't like it at all. I don't mind cooking with a group of people because I get one task. I'm usually beating something or whipping something and I'm drinking wine at the same time. So it's great. It's marvelous. But to make a whole meal is just, I'd rather not. But again, I love the art of cooking and I think people who do it are freaking awesome. So I try to delegate some things out, like having someone pick up stuff for me from the supermarket. Or if one of my friends is going to the supermarket, then I will go with them because it kind of eases the anxiety and eases the, the pressure of going there. I just, sometimes I don't know the, the best thing for my buck when I go there, when, when, uh, the workers change what's in the aisle when it used to be in that aisle for 10 years and now they changed it. I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know what to even buy sometimes because my, my tastes change often. So when I go with a friend, she usually tell me, Tia, you, you like this. You should, you know, buy that. Like, oh, that's right. I do like that. Let me put that in there. So think about what can you delegate in your life that can maximize your happiness, that can free up space <laughs> for your happiness. Okay, you don't have to do everything. Okay, let, let's get rid of the martyr complex. You know, it's okay to delegate some things. Some people try to bash other people for delegating, but the people who tend to bash those who delegate tasks aren't happy. Did you notice that? You know, the people who are doing everything and they tell you to make time to do something look tired. They don't look happy but yet they're trying to give you advice. It's not working, okay? So there's no shame in that. Next, what's your game plan? And I say this because it's best to have a strategy when you are working on your happiness, just like a self-care plan. It doesn't have to be strict or anything like that. It's just a check mark to keep you on track. For example... I love to travel, but when I was in Iceland this January, what I realized is that it goes deeper than that. Traveling is actually good for my mental health, and if I don't make time to travel, if I don't include that in my game plan, I'm antsy, I'm unhappy, I need to go somewhere, I I need that. Okay, I love experiencing different cultures, trying some of their foods, breathing in different air. I absolutely love it. But if I look at it as, oh, I'll get around to it, maybe I'll, I'll do that next year or something like that, it's not going to work. I would be very unhappy. So I know that now on the minimum for the last, I want to say, three years, I've been traveling at least three times a year. There's usually one group trip with me and my close friends. There's usually a bestie trip with me and just my bestie. 
And then sometimes I travel by myself, but then there's also little in-between travels where I'll travel to New York or Connecticut, New Jersey, some of the close states. So there's that. But I make sure I put that into my plan. So I know that every couple of months I have something planned. I we I was even talking to one of my close friends this morning about a group trip for next year. So that's in the plan. I know that days are already carved out, okay? Working on my self-care plan for my birthday. And I talked about this in my blog post about uh, turning 33. It's uh, it's my birthday and I cry if I want to. (laughs) That's the title. So you can visit that on blog.tmariejohnson.com. I treated myself to the spa, spa day. I had the most wonderful, sweetest massage. I got a facial and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to make this a monthly thing. And then maybe I'll make it bi-weekly, but right now I'm good with once a month. So again, I'm going to fit that into my schedule. That's the thing. You don't have to, again, make this so much so that it feels like a, a chore. What can you do? on a daily basis. Maybe it's listening to your favorite playlist and that makes you happy. You know, come up with your happy song on a weekly basis. Maybe that's talking to your best friend at least once a week. Bi-weekly, maybe date night. Monthly, maybe monthly ladies night out. Okay, bi-monthly, maybe a, a dinner with your closest friends. See, so something that you can look forward to, something geared towards you, geared towards others, and then you can bring it together and really figure out how you can make that work. And also because, and I want to say this, because I know this is an issue for a lot of people, money. You don't have to spend a lot of money to be happy. You don't even have to spend any money sometimes to be happy. Happiness can be found walking in the park. Okay. Happiness can be found just sitting outside and breathing in fresh air and reconnecting with nature. So don't think that you have to spend a lot of money. I I was talking to several Uber drivers, actually, who uh, they were new to Philly, and they thought that they needed money to really experience Philly. And I told them, Philadelphia has tons of free festivals, okay, tons of other free events like movies in the park we have uh, tons of parks and there's a school kill river where you can sit down and have a picnic okay there are so many things you can do all right you can you can fill up a bottle of water at home before you even get to the park all right and maybe you can buy a funnel cake which which is probably three or five dollars something like that okay so you don't have to have a lot of money to obtain happiness uh number seven read the background stories of wildly successful people so the book recommendation i have for you is the power of broke by damon john and in that book he talks about brands that we know and love under armor is one of them and i'm not going to tell you the name of one brand that's in there because it is a delightful surprise but when i read the one chapter I thought, oh my gosh, (laughs) what an amazing story about perseverance 
and really just following in something you believe in and listening to those who are telling you that you have a good thing. Okay, so when you look at celebrities, world leaders, influencers, you know, whomever, know that they are still human too and that they had a lot of failures. A lot of them were broke. Some of them would tell you that they weren't even broke. They were just broke. B-R-O, okay? They couldn't even make it to the K-E. And I'm not saying that to make it funny. Some of them will tell you that they were in the negative, okay? So just know that trial and error is not a bad thing. Yeah, you may hear some stories of people in business who year two, they crushed it and they're doing well. But remember, they had to maintain it. So they may or may not have been ready to receive that, but it's there. And it happens for some people. And then other times you hear people, it took them 10 years, some people 15 years. That may or may not be you. But the reason why I'm saying this is because it's so easy to look at a Sean Pitty Combs or a Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, a Vera Wang and think, oh man, like they're doing really, really well and awesome. Yeah, but read their backstories. Beyonce worked so hard since she was a kid. A kid. Okay. So, you know, just keep in mind that again, celebs, you know, all those people who make tons and tons and tons of money, they are also human. They're going through the same, if not very similar things. They just make more money. That's it. That's it. That's the only difference. They make more money. Okay. They still need a team to help them. And just as I was telling uh, one of my friends the other day, even us, you know, common folk, us non-celeb people, we still have a team to get us up and running. Think about it. If you go to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Wawa, Sheets, whatever, there's people serving you. So someone made your breakfast. You, you, they made your coffee. You're just pouring it. If, if you work in a building, someone is cleaning the restrooms to make sure that it's clean for you. Someone's taking out your trash at work. Okay, there's electricians who making sure that the lights are running properly. I just saw this. I was getting out of a meeting and the electricians were there to check the, the, the ceiling lights. Okay, so there are a lot of people who are, in a sense, working for you. Okay, even a farmer growing your fruits, your, your vegetables, what have you, and then having that transported to your favorite supermarket. And there's someone there stocking the shelves just for you. Okay, and you get there and then you buy it and someone's, sometimes the people are also loading the groceries inside a brown paper bag or your own bag for you. So there's people working for you in some ways. All right. So we're not that different from celebs. Again, they just make more money. And however they were beforehand, it only gets amplified by money because money's energy. All right, so running it back into happiness. Study wildly successful people, their background, to get a better perception of who they are. Because remember what I said, it's all about the perspective, which has to do with your perception. So keep that in mind. And, and then you can also see how they obtain their happiness and maintain happiness. 
next oh and the book is again uh the power of broke by damon john and you, some people may know him from shark tank but i know him as one of the founders of fubu clothing line for you by you uh eight is focus on mindset so one of the things i do most mornings is uh turn on put on youtube and i am listening to a motivational speech so I might listen to T.D. Jakes, Les Brown, famous movie quotes like Sylvester Stallone, Will Smith, or I have a podcast going. No, I'm playing music. But normally it's, it's the YouTube videos in the morning. And the main reason for that is I'm training my mind because I know once I step outside, well, I have to step outside my house sometimes. Sometimes the TV's on and it's junk, right? But before, even before I step outside my house, I want to make sure that my mind is prepped that my spiritual defenses are up because there are people out there who could, could potentially annoy me and I'm, and I may react instead of thinking, you know, that initial reaction, that, that raw reaction, which isn't always the right reaction. So it goes back to not letting anyone take me out of my zone of happiness I'm starting a day off right. I'm pumped. I'm inspired. I'm ready to do things. And say someone bumps into me on the sub or they accidentally step on my foot. Yeah, I may get mad. I may look at them dirty, like, okay, you're not going to say sorry or excuse me. But it's not going to go beyond that, okay? Because maybe that person is having a terrible day. Maybe that person's uh, significant other or someone they care about passed away and they are totally oblivious to anything around them. I don't know that. But I also don't want to get out of my zone if I don't have to. So prep your mind. Focus on your mindset. Focus on you. Even when someone wants to take shots at you because you don't have a home or, you know, you don't have kids. Some of my friends, they don't want to be a mother. And they they are okay with that. But they get these questions every so often. When are you going to have kids? And, and they get annoyed by that. All right? So so that you won't when everyone's gone and the blinds are down and doors are closed have a moment where you feel sad and inadequate train your mind focus on your mindset you only have to live for yourself first in order for you to be the best role model if you are a mom to be the best mom to be the best wife the best sister the best friend you have to focus on your mindset and be at a place of happiness again it doesn't mean that you're not going to have bad days but it's something that you can always revert back to as opposed to staying in that unhappy place and possibly spewing out negative energy and not even realizing it which can happen when you leave your mind unchecked number nine who are you talking to so i touched a little bit on this earlier when i said it really your happiness, while yes, it does begin with you, it also involves the people around you. You could be the most happiest, you know, optimistic person on the planet, but if you surround yourself with pessimistic people who don't want to do anything to change their life, to change themselves for the better, then guess what? They're going to bring you down eventually. Eventually, eventually. It's going to happen. Because... We become who we hang around. It, it happens 
time and time again, long before I ever heard any scientific study or heard any phrase about you're the average of the five people who you hang around. My grandmother and my mom used to say, birds of the feather flock together. And it's true because if you spend time around low vibe people, you're either going to leave them alone or you also become a low vibe person, which is why you don't see people who are go-getters hang around people who aren't go-getters. And this doesn't mean that they're not a go-getter in their own right. I mean, you can have a husband and wife team where he's a doctor and she can be a lawyer or a teacher or whatever it is, and she's a go-getter in her field. So I'm not saying you know they both had to be go-getters in the same field, things like that. What I'm saying is two driven people or friends driven in their own right. You might have a friend who's an engineer and a doctor and a teacher or an astronaut, whatever the case may be. All right, a firefighter, a police officer, they are all driven in their own right. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. That and when you are sharing your happiness with someone else and they are not happy for you, that's a problem. You need to drop that friend immediately. I mean, I wish you could see my face right now and I'm holding myself from... uh, (laughs) (laughs) not letting my hands hit the dust or anything like that. I'm so passionate about this part because that means that the friend that whoever person is in your life has something within them that will eventually cause friction. So either you resolve it or you leave immediately. And if you really care about this person, then I would suggest you try to resolve it. But if you can't, then you have to, let that person go, whoever that person may be, because they're just going to bring you down. Your friends, your lover, your coach, whomever, they should be happy for you when you are happy, period. Okay, no comparison, none of that extra stuff. They need to be happy for you. That's it. Everyone can have their time to shine. If you got a promotion, they need to be happy for your promotion, and you're excited about that because what you really wanted all eyes on you. Okay. That's it. No one should be trying to take your thunder. No one should be uh, watering down your accolades. You earned it. That's what you want. That's what you wanted. And that should be acknowledged and appreciated and honored because you put in your blood, sweat, and tears. So again, who are you talking to? I do believe in protecting your dreams you know, your, your goals until, you know, it, it gets to a certain place where you can tell more people, but yeah, by all means, tell your best friend, tell your lover, like, Hey, you know, I got this crazy idea, X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. But make sure that you are watching their reaction. Okay. Now, number 10 bonus quote, like I said earlier, I don't know where this quote went. I thought maybe I took a snapshot of it. I can't find it. But here goes. My quote off the fly. Finding your happiness is your square one 
to the path of fulfillment. Okay, so when you begin to embark on that journey of figuring out what is happiness for you and how to maintain that, your life will be more of an adventure. The smallest things will be so great that you won't believe that you made that trip to the gas station an adventure. You can find happiness anywhere, anywhere. I dance in Rite Aid sometimes. Song comes on. What? If it's Wham? What's that Wham song? Um, Wake me up before you go, go. Oh, yeah. I'm dancing to that. Yes. That's my happiness right there. Okay? So I learned that I like dancing at random times. <laughs> it brings me happiness. My friends don't seem to mind it. They love me for who I am. So that's what it's about. Once you embark on that, even the little things might become a cute, fun adventure, okay? And and your happiness will be solidified, and then you'll be able to expand upon that and manifest even more experiences and more happiness. And when you look back on memories, it's like you can relive it all over again, Okay. So that's what I have for you, Confessions of Tia. You got more background about me and 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 deep from the heart of how I feel about uh, people being pressured to live a life per society. I'm all about doing what's right for you, for your highest good, so long as you're not hurting anyone. Okay, and, and keep in mind, if you need to send me an email, you totally can at Tia at TiaMarieJohnson.com. But please focus on living for you first and foremost, okay? Again, no building is built with just standing up and then they start working on the the pipes and the frame. It doesn't work like that, okay? You have to have a strong foundation. And it starts with finding out what makes you happy because that's also how you find your, your purpose, okay? I don't want you to be one day 50 years old and figuring out what the hell happened okay and if you are 50 years old because i know i have some older listeners that's okay because you're here right so we can prevent it or we can address it when we get to that point so take a deep breath and start embarking on your journey of happiness until next time spiritual trailblazers many blessings and i will talk to you soon Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.